Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world, all in around six minutes. This week, we bring you news on important developments in the Lusophone world, oil and gas investment opportunities in Angola, the economic recovery plan in Cameroon, the digitization of manufacturing in Portugal, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, over to you. We start off this week with news from the community of the Portuguese language countries, the CPLP, where the Council of Ministers approved a proposal for the free movement of persons within the community. In order to become a reality, the proposal will now need to be approved by the community's heads of state and domestically in each of the nine member states. Continuing in the Lusophone world, the Portuguese-speaking African countries are expected to receive almost 1.3 billion US dollars when the IMF's new allocation of special drawing funds is concluded. The capital increase should benefit Angola the most, with the country receiving just under 800 million US dollars, followed by Mozambique with almost 250 million, Equatorial Guinea with around 150 million, Guinea-Bissau with 50 million, Cape Verde with 25 million, and lastly, São Tomé and Príncipe with 15 million US dollars. In Angola, the Agency for Oil, Gas and Biofuels anticipates an investment of over 67 billion US dollars in the oil and gas sector between 2021 and 2025, showing a growth of 11.6 billion US dollars in comparison with the last five years. This increase in investment is expected to include 421 million US dollars from Sonangal, making up 25% of the global amount. Currently, there are immediate investment opportunities with the redevelopment of Block 0, 15-06, 17 and 18 with an expected overall investment of over 10 billion US dollars. Other blocks not yet in production also present an exciting investment opportunity with a total estimated additional production of 4 billion barrels of oil equivalent. The agency also anticipates the development of a new gas consortium in the Cabinda South block. As interest in the acreage on offer in the ongoing bid round continues to grow, the agency is promoting a series of online and in-person events. The strengthening of Angola's economic relations with the United Arab Emirates continues to grow with the approval of the Agreement for the Promotion and Mutual Protection of Investments between the two countries. The agreement guarantees extensive investment protection and security, as well as fair and equitable treatment of the other country's investors. The Angolan government presented an industrial development plan devised to boost the industrial sector by 2025. The plan, which has an estimated budget of 120 million US dollars, is aimed at increasing industrial production, reducing external dependency, and creating jobs. The biggest portion of the budget will be assigned to infrastructure development, namely enhancements in the Vienna Industrial Hub and the completion of the Futila Industrial Hub. The government is also looking to open the country to global trade routes with the development of the Barra do Dent Free Zone, adjacent to Sonangol's planned hydrocarbons ocean terminal. Finally, Sonangol announced that it'll go ahead with the partial sale of shares held by its exploration and production unit in eight blocks which it operates or in which is a non-operator. The measure is part of the company's portfolio revision and optimization strategy and should be concluded by the end of the year. 
In Cape Verde, following the establishment of an IMF technical support program to promote several reforms, notably regarding privatizations, the government has assured the institution that it remains committed to the privatization program launched in 2019. The plan was suspended due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but according to a report sent to the IMF, the privatization schedule has now been reorganized. The list of privatizations includes CV handling, the airport management concession, and the port service concession, as well as the privatization of the electricity and water production and distribution company Electra. The state will also sell its shares in the pharmaceutical and banking sectors. In Cameroon, the government has devised an 871 billion CFA franc plan to revive the economy. The three-year plan, named the Post-COVID-19 Economic Recovery Plan, aims to support the industries impacted by the crisis, as well as areas that allow a rapid recovery of the manufacturing sector. It will focus on supporting the production and transformation of consumer goods, as well as companies' cash flow and competitiveness, thus minimizing the country's dependency on imported products and straightening the economy's resilience to external shocks. Meanwhile, in Gabon, the government is looking at gas as an important source of economic development. While this resource is available in the country, it is rarely used in energy production. To change this pattern, the Task Force on Gas Strategy is planning on presenting oil operators with projects that will allow them to profit from the use of this resource. Equatorial Guinea also intends to diversify its economy by developing fishing and agriculture and the tourism sector. The government considers that there is great potential in these particular areas and that they pose an opportunity to mitigate the country's economic reliance on the oil sector. Meanwhile, in Mozambique, the government and the European Union launched Promote Trade, a project that aims to increase European investment in the country and promote national production. The project is aimed at contributing to a structural transformation of the economy by creating and implementing a framework and an integrated system of safeguarding measures to straighten commercial competitiveness and build up to national private sector. Over in Europe, Portugal is working to be at the forefront of manufacturing digitization and become the center of Industry 4.0 with the implementation of the Augmentity Project. This consortium, led by Bosch, and which includes the University of Aveiro, as well as IKEA and Huawei, aims to anticipate the future in the industrial sector with the implementation of 5G and the creation of new wearables, from smart shoes that provide information of weight distribution and posture to exoskeletons that can play a crucial role in performing a number of complex tasks. The project has had an investment of 20 million euros to date and hopes to gather knowledge and know-how from these different companies to create technological innovations. Finally, Timor-Leste is looking to convert its three power plants to run on natural gas, achieving significant reductions to both the cost of fuel supply and greenhouse gas emissions. In order to assess the viability of the importation, regasification and supply of natural gas to power plants, the country's national oil company Timor Gap has recently awarded a contract for the respective feasibility study. Besides identifying the potential market supply for the importation of LNG to Timor-Leste, the operator must also locate potential sites for an LNG importation terminal and establish its estimated operating costs. The contractor has also been tasked with developing a design for the terminal and associated LNG regasification facilities. We hope you enjoy this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world.
Please join us again then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.